Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we have an exciting interview as we're going to discuss the U.S. financial pandemic. We're going to find out if resource stocks will outperform general equities. And finally, are precious metals on sale? Find out in this exclusive interview with the mercenary geologist, Mickey Fulp. But before we begin, make sure you click the like button, click subscribe, and click the bell. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Thank you for joining us on Proven and Probable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson, and joining us for a conversation is Mickey Fulp, the world-renowned mercenary geologist. Mr. Fulp, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me, Maurice. Absolute delight to have you on the program, sir. I want to speak to you today about the mainstream financial news networks and the narratives that they're pushing on both sides of the aisle, respectively. And of course, depending on the news program, the blame is always cast on the political adversaries and never, to anyone's surprise, are they accepting blame for championing and implementing policies that have created the U.S. financial pandemic that it just seems to be skipping over most people's radar as we're all focusing our efforts right now on COVID-19. When you look at the U.S. financial pandemic, just how bad is the U.S. economy and did it begin with COVID-19? Well, there were certainly financial stresses prior to spawning of this flu bug in Wuhan, China. Um, Long-lived frothy stock markets that were overdue for a correction, burgeoning trade and budget deficits, and I think most importantly, American outsourcing and our dependence on China for fundamental supply chains. But there's a little doubt in my mind that th this economy was booming, uh, despite some, some underlying structural weaknesses. And the collapse, in my opinion, was totally due to draconian government overreaction in response to a media crisis so no doubt this is a very bad, deadly flu for the elderly and the unhealthy, which would include people that are morbidly obese, diabetic smokers, those with cardiovascular disease, other immune system disorders, and especially so for people living in communal uh, conditions. But I think it's nothing more than that. I mean, look at the facts. 50% of deaths have occurred in nursing homes. And if you add people who are over 65 who are not imprisoned in nursing homes, it's up to 75%. Um, I can give an example in New Mexico. 65% of the deaths in New Mexico, which are now over 200 or on the Navajo Reservation, where all of the above conditions that I listed above exist. So my question is, why was the entire state quarantined and, and creating an economic collapse? And I think it's really uh, nanny state protectionism that has morphed into controlism. And it really has progressed, in my opinion, to socio-fascism. If the U.S. financial pandemic didn't begin with COVID-19, does it end with COVID-19? Well, I think it really did begin with COVID-19. Uh, uh, 
given the some underlying conditions, which was a stock market way overdue for a correction and and uh, budget and trade deficits, but certainly won't end there. And the reason is government actions have wrought major economic damage and, in my opinion, have forever changed our country. Uh, you know, we have unemployment now at Depression-era levels. Uh, small business is devastated and exponential increases in the money supply uh, as tax receipts exponentially decrease. So it's going to take a, a, a we will never recover from this. Uh, you know, uh, I saw something the other day. Mark Cuban refers to what's coming as uh, America 2.0. And I don't welcome that. When you watch the mainstream media channels, what are some of the propagandas that they seem to be pushing from both sides of the aisle that have you just shaking your head in disbelief? Well, think about it. Does it seem too good to you what's coming? What has been done? <laughs> well, I will ne it, 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 this country will never be the same. Sad but true. That the Wuhan flu is causing the economic collapse. It's, in fact, government officials, many uh, unelected deep state bureaucrats at all levels, locking down a country with blatantly illegal and unconstitutional fiat orders without legislative input. that, And that's what's called caused the collapse, in my opinion. A prime example of failing economic policy is the unprecedented inflation of our currency by both parties. What type of impact do you see this having on the general equities short term and then longer term? Well, some major corporate equity, equities will do well in nominal dollar terms, and a lot will go bankrupt. Uh, you know, the, the rapid inflation of U.S. money supply will cancel in real dollar terms many of the gains uh, from the corporate entities, and a lot of those are listed on NASDAQ. I mean, NASDAQ is, is up 4% this year. Uh, but my main concern would be small business, uh, entrepreneurial ventures. And that's what really drives growth in our country, and especially mom and pop storefronts. Uh, a great majority of these businesses will never open, and the jobs that are associated with those, mainly service jobs, are gone forever. Uh, it ju it just seems wrong that these lockdowns have punished small business while allowing the big box corporations to stay open and prosper like Walmart and Home Depot. Meanwhile, your uh, your neighborhood corner stores, churches, bookstores, gun dealers, whatnot, are shut down while booze and pot stores are deemed essential. That seems wrong to me. Uh, and I actually think a lot of this has been driven by a political agenda. Germain to equities, let's shift the focus on a space that you and I love to speculate in, and those are resource stocks. Is this the right time to be in the space? Well, I think so. This is an opportune time to speculate in in resource stocks. And we've seen, uh, you know, when things start to emerge from a collapse like this, and we saw it in 2008 and early 2009, the first thing that goes up is gold and and if the uh, uh, 
if it progresses, then gold stocks uh, follow quite fa- uh, soon after that. Do you favor the miners in the current environment or junior miners? Well, I don't favor miners. I think mining is a really tough business. So my bailiwick is the junior explorers, uh, oftentimes referred to as junior miners, but about one in 10 will ever mine anything. Uh, Most of them just mine the stock market. That said, uh, uh, certainly the gold miners have done well and should continue to do very well with high prices for gold and very low energy costs. Even though oil has rallied, it's still at $34 a barrel now. Uh, uh, But we should also look at the juniors. Toronto Venture Exchange Index is up 60% from its low in mid-March. That's phenomenal. I watch every day. I watch the uh, value of my uh, junior uh, explore portfolio increase day after day. And, uh, you know, I think I was up 37% in the month of uh, April, and I expect to be up uh, even more than that in the month. Are there any that have your attention at the moment, and why? Well, I'm looking at gold companies, gold explorers. Uh, I'm looking at and uh, copper explorers and de- developers. I, uh, a company that I currently cover and covered since... Uh, well, actually, for three years now, we picked it at 65 cents. It uh, uh, closed on Friday, today being a holiday, uh, at a buck 90. It's been as high as 314. It has catalysts coming. That'd be Trilogy Metals Inc., TMQ, on the New York American board. Um, also picked up another copper company the other day that, that was... Uh, at or near its four-year low. Uh, So I think right now what people should try to do, a lot of things have gone up. A lot of stocks have popped, especially in the gold explorer space. But but there's a few that haven't. There's a few copper companies that haven't. So being a contrarian, I like to go in and look at stocks that have lagged because I think what's coming is going to be good for the resource sector, uh, especially in in gold and copper. So uh, be a contrarian. Try to find things that are undervalued and and buy them when they're unloved and unknown and uh, unwanted and undervalued. There's another company that uh, you and I both like, and that is Hannon Metals. Talk to us about Hannon Metals. Well, Hannon Metals, which I am a very early shareholder. I participated uh, in the pre-RTO financings, uh, an exploration play in uh, the Cordillera Cordillera Oriental uh, going into the Amazon basin in eastern Peru, northeastern Peru. Uh, They're looking for giant sediment-hosted copper deposits uh, it's frontier, it's grassroots, it's early days. Uh, but, uh, you know, being a very early on shareholder of that company, I watched it progress from a, a, a failed zinc project in, in Ireland. And once that uh, was not going to make it, they quickly shifted focus to this copper play in, in Peru. And that's H-A-N on the Venture Exchange, and I remain a dedicated shareholder of that company. 
Germane to buying opportunities, let's shift the focus now onto physical precious metals. Mickey, why do you own precious metals? Well, I own gold mainly, and it's a hedge and insurance policy against financial mismanagement, which we've seen a lot of right now. And uh, and Pelosi wants to put another two or three trillion dollars into that financial mismanagement. Uh, uh, geopolitical calamity is also reason to own gold and economic collapse. And uh, uh, so I think, uh, as I think you and I agree, gold is real money. Uh, silver and platinum are superfluous holdings for me. I have some, uh, but really I have them because they make pretty coins and they're fungible. And and at some point, I fully expect to uh, 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 convert a bunch of my silver into gold when the ratio uh, normalizes a bit. Which metals are you buying right now and why? Yeah, well, the outlook for gold, of course, is bullish with all this money printing. And there's lots of reasons to think gold's going to go up. It's uh, consolidating right now in the uh, low 17, low to mid 1700 range. Um, silver is very undervalued right now with the silver, gold silver ratio still greater than 100. So you can argue that uh, silver is a very good buy right now, as in platinum compared to gold. So with the idea that uh, you buy what's undervalued and when, when uh, ratios and valuations tend to normalize and you sell your silver and platinum and and turn it into gold and for life of me i have no idea why anybody would be buying palladium it, it, it's not it's not shiny and beautiful the way that uh, that platinum is it's not a part of uh, it's not called white gold which platinum jewelry uh, is called white gold so um and it's completely overvalued. Uh, it's it went exponential. It's come back. You know, right now it's uh, it's high this year was twenty seven hundred and fifty four dollars, and as we speak today, it's nineteen hundred and twenty. Uh, but historically, it trades at about uh, a third of what palladium or what platinum does. And now it's trading for more than double what platinum does. So it makes no sense uh, for anybody to buy palladium. Uh, and because it's, it's um, prices increased so much uh, back in the day, say a decade or so ago, uh, uh, the Chinese, poor Chinese people would buy it for jewelry because they couldn't afford gold or, or uh, platinum. And that's not the case now. So uh, only 5% of it is uh, demand is used for, uh, for coinage and jewelry, as opposed to 40% for both platinum and silver. Sorry for the interruption, folks, but I get this question asked all the time. Maurice, do you buy and sell physical precious metals? The answer is yes. Check the description box below for contact details. And now back to the interview. In closing, sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? <laughs> well, I'm a pretty private person. I'm not sure why I tell a bunch of people uh, who I don't know something like that, Maurice. Mr. Folk, last question. What did I forget to ask? Um... I don't rightly know. Why don't you think about it and then ask me next time, Maurice? <laughs>
<laughs> you know, I'm I'm joking around with you here. Uh, but I would like to say uh, on Memorial Day today, let's remember those who gave our lives defending the freedoms that the deep state socio-fascists are now trying to take away from us. Mickey, for someone listening, where can they find your work? Uh, Twitter, at Mercenary Geo, with 51,200 followers. And my newsletter, mercenarygeologist.com, with over 7,500 subscribers. And uh, this interview will be up as soon as you release it to me on my website and on Twitter. And as a reminder, I'm a licensed representative through Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we have a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery, offshore depositories, and precious metal IRAs. Call me at 855-505-1900, or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to Proven and Probable, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 